your PR team or PR agency should not just be setting their own comms goals and media relations goals. Those goals really should be tied to your overarching marketing objectives, your sales objectives, your business objectives, because there are ways that PR can plug in. What I'm not saying is that PR can drive your sales strategies, that PR is going to create direct leads and that it's going to be the number one pipeline builder. But when you take a look at your overarching goals and you have all these different levers that you've pulled to help reach those, there's a lot of them underneath it, right? You have a lot of strategies that lend itself to and work towards that one goal. Stick PR in there. PR doesn't have to be sitting out on the side as just some random brand builder. And oh yeah, our PR agency also secured coverage for us. Hi, and welcome back to SaaS Half Full, the only show serving B2B SaaS marketers. I'm Lindsay Groper, president of Blast Media, and I will be both your host and bartender today. I'm sitting down today with someone that I very much admire and respect. She is super smart. She's incredibly good looking, and I've known her my entire life. Yes, folks, I am interviewing myself today. Yours truly, Lindsay Groper. This is Deep Thoughts by Lindsay, your host. Uh, Lindsay, are you joining us for a drink? I sure am. I'm cracking open a high noon here today. Folks, it's Friday at 3.30, which is, I think, the optimal time to be having a beverage. A lot of times I have this show and it's a Tuesday morning or a Wednesday afternoon, but tell you what, a high noon at 3.30 on a Friday feels pretty good. So I was talking to our production partners at Share Your Genius. They host our uh, podcast for us and help us with all the ideation and editing. So they're our, our podcast agency. We had a gap in guests. We have a ton of guests lined up between now and the end of the year, and somehow we missed a week. And so they said to me, Lindsay, is there anything that's been on your mind lately that your guests may care about? And I said, man, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, but there has been something that has been on my mind in that I've had a couple of conversations recently with prospects about the role that PR can play in an ABM strategy. Now, these aren't two marketing tactics that typically go together. So it's an area that I wanted to talk about today. The whole PR and measurement discussion has been going on as long as I've been in the industry, which is over 20 years. We certainly have become more data-driven as PR professionals and as an agency, as certainly the world of SaaS marketers has become increasingly data-driven with everything being measured. Now, we all know at the end of the day that PR is a brand spend. And brand spend's been really put on the spotlight here during this uh, last year with the economy, budgets getting cut. And it's been a bit of a head scratcher to me and a lot of the marketers that I talked to about the quick way that brand's gotten cut uh, over other marketing tactics that are designed to really influence pipeline and to show direct ROI. But what's interesting to me is I still have conversations with specifically founders. It's not so much marketing leaders or CMOs where they'll say to me, but Lindsay, ultimately, what's the ROI of PR? right? I spend X amount of money with Blast Media in your agency. What's the ROI? What do I get in return? Bro, I don't know. I don't know. What is the value of having a strong brand? What is the ROI of being a brand that people like when all of the data shows that the number one reason someone will purchase your product or solution is because they like your brand or have a connection with it? I don't know. What is the value of warming up your sales leads before your sales teams talk to them? I don't know. You tell me. What is the value of that? Because to me, it seems like you cannot put enough value on that. 
That is what matters. Scaling revenue wins quarters and a strong brand wins categories and changes minds. So what is the ROI of investing in PR, which is part of your brand story? I don't know, man, you tell me. So what I want to talk about today is, however, thank you for listening to my TED Talk on PR and measurement, is how PR, when done right, can indeed impact and support an ABM strategy. So I know I just went like super high level up in the clouds of brand and PR, but when we really take it down and when PR is done in a very highly effective way, and this requires immense participation from both the agency or in-house PR professional and the sales and marketing team is around an ABM strategy. So a lot of times we'll have in conversations with clients or during onboarding and they'll talk through, we have an ABM strategy. Cool. Most of our clients do, most SaaS marketers um, and SaaS orgs do, which is driven from the sales team, right? Sales team says, hey, here are our top targets. These are the literally the human beings we are going after. Here's their names. Here's their titles. Here's their companies. Um, we're to go really more an account-based approach over a spray and pray approach. So that usually stands with the marketing team. Marketing comes up with their campaigns and attempt to influence those human beings on that ABM list. So here's how PR can plug into that. Ideally, you're having a conversation with either your in-house PR team or your PR agency. You as the marketer, you are facilitating a conversation between them and your sales leader. Whoever's in charge of ABM, it might be someone who specifically runs ABM, but I'm guessing it's going to be your sales leader. You facilitate that conversation so that your PR team can get their hands on that list. Maybe it's 100, maybe it's 10, don't know what it is, but your PR team gets their hands on that list and here's what we can do with it. So if you have a, maybe your targets are uh, marketing decision makers at retail brands, okay? So I am Jenny Jones and I am the CMO at, let's just say Macy's. I don't even know why I said Macy's. I don't even shop at Macy's. Let's say Nordstrom, okay? I'm Jenny. I'm the CMO at Nordstrom. Jenny's on your list. You have your marketing org. You're doing things to get to Jenny and influence her, plus all the other people um, that might fall under her purview at Nordstrom. So we get that list and we say, okay, well, one of the tactics that we can pursue is contributed content or byline to articles. And what our goal is, is to get Jenny's name and title and company somewhere in print or online or on a podcast that's associated with your brand. So one of the tactics could be this, is we approach Retail Week, um, which is a trade media outlet, with a story around maybe how innovative uh, retailers are incorporating physical and digital using QR codes, whatever that story may be. Retail Week says, yes, CEO of Blast Media Client uh, would love that perspective. That's interesting and unique. It would be way better than what I just explained the topic would be. And they say, we'd like to see a written perspective. So then we work together with our client to write a piece that addresses this topic. But within that piece, we're doing a little bit of research and we're figuring out what has Jenny Jones from Nordstrom talked about this topic before, or even talked about for the digital transformation of retail. Has she been on a podcast? Has she been featured in another press outlet? Does she have her own medium? And let's say the answer is yes. 
and it's publicly out there. One of the things that we can do is in that piece from client CEO that's going to be posted on Retail Week, we have a topic, we're talking about or we're educating our potential customers. But in that we say, and it's really encouraging to see high profile executives like Jenny Jones, the CMO of Nordstrom, doing really innovative things that matches what we're talking about today. I agree with her when she says, and I quote, you put in quotes wherever that is publicly available, and you unpack that a little bit. So boom, send that off to Retail Week. Retail Week publishes it. That morning when Jenny Jones logs in, she gets on her email, what pops up? A Google alert with her name on it. She says, what is this? Why am I being quoted in Retail Week and featured in Retail Week? I didn't have an interview. She clicks on that link and sees that it is a article, a thought leadership piece from the CEO of a vendor who is praising her and praising her company and praising her point of view or agreeing with or disagreeing with whatever it is, her point of view. And all of a sudden there's this brand association, right, between your company and your prospect on your ABM list. And you as the brand, once that Retail Week piece publishes, you're going to take that on social media. You're going to share it on your social platforms. You're going to tag Jenny Jones. You're going to tag Nordstrom because they were included in that story for additional visibility in the event Jenny doesn't get her Google alert, but her marketing team may have, and they also might be on that ABM list. And then you will take that piece and share it with whoever is responsible for the Jenny Jones account. They're able to use that piece as a touch point to say, hey, not sure if you saw this or if it came across your email or your alerts. But our CEO is a big fan of the work that you're doing or agrees with your recent interview and X, Y, Z. So all of a sudden, you're creating multiple touch points with a single human being on your ABM list by incorporating them into your thought leadership efforts. Now, this thought leadership effort example I gave is just one. I mean, this is a, a contributed content scenario. You can certainly just carry that through social. It doesn't have to have that byline article component. You can also use that same talk track and same messaging when your spokesperson is on a podcast, for example. And then you can, when again, when you share that podcast, tag the person, tag the company, send it to the sales rep who's working that account, and it serves as another touch point. So you can use this example, insert any vertical, any title of person, and the same strategy works. But when you have really good communication with your PR team and you're willing to get in the weeds with them and make the right introductions, PR can support an ABM program. You can set goals around it with your PR agency. Uh, on the same effect, even if you're um, not necessarily chasing an ABM strategy, maybe it's more verticalized and you are looking to break into a new vertical or increase your deal velocity in a certain vertical, your PR team needs to understand where you're going and what your goals are. Your PR team or PR agency should not just be setting their own comms goals and media relations goals. Those goals really should be tied to your overarching marketing objectives, your sales objectives, your business objectives, because there are ways that PR can plug in. Now, I'm, what I'm not saying is that PR can drive your sales strategy, that PR is going to create direct leads and then it's going to be the number one pipeline builder. It's not what I'm saying. But when you take a look at your overarching goals and you have all these different levers that you've pulled to help reach those, there's a lot of them underneath it. 
right? You have a lot of strategies that lend itself to and work towards that one goal. Stick PR in there. PR doesn't have to be sitting out on the side as just some random brand builder. And oh yeah, our PR agency also secured coverage for us. That doesn't do any of us any favors because you as the marketer, you have said, I want to make this investment in PR. And here's, I'm the one that's going to have to show the value of it. So it does you no favors to not tie it to broader objectives and instead just stick your PR agency out on an island because inevitably what will happen is when you say, oh yeah, and our PR agency got coverage, the question from a CEO, question from a board is going to be, yeah, but what did it do for us? How are you going to answer that question? So you have to be able to tie it to these broader goals and broader business objectives because you can't just get on your soapbox like I did and say, bud, what is the value? You tell me. I get it. You can't do that. We all know the world would be a much easier place for marketers if more founders and boards understood the intangibles and the intangible asset that PR and brand creates on the balance sheet. But we know that that's not oftentimes the reality. So that is it for my talk today. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to raise a glass and I'm going to thank myself for showing up today, for joining me on my own podcast. It's been a real treat. You know, we should do this more often. I'm going to swig this high noon. I don't have anyone else to talk while I drink. So folks, that is good. If you haven't tried a high noon grapefruit, I so recommend it. It's one of my favorites. Okay, that's it for me today. Oh, do I have a signature or favorite toast to send us out? I ask all my guests this, and you would think because I asked this question that I do, and honestly, I don't. I am a solid cheers person, so I'm going to say cheers. Thank you for joining me. As always, really appreciate the listen, and until next time, bottoms up. Bottoms up.